Hey word nerds, this is a line from Frances Ha, with a screenplay written by Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. It's that thing when you're with someone and you love them and they know it, and they love you and you know it. But it's a party and you're both talking to other people and you're laughing and shining and you look across the room and catch each other's eyes. But, but not because you're possessive or it's precisely sexual, but because that is your person in this life. And it's funny and sad, but only because this life will end. And it's this secret world that exists right there in public, unnoticed, that no one else knows about. It's sort of like how they say that other dimensions exist all around us, but we don't have the ability to perceive them. That's that's what I want out of a relationship. Or just life, I guess. I'm going to warn you all right now that I'm pretty much a Greta Gerwig fanatic. So this probably won't be the last time you'll hear about something from a film she's written, directed, or starred in. But today we're going to be talking about Frances Ha. Now, Frances Ha is a movie that revolves around Frances Holiday, a young dancer in New York, and how she navigates through friendships, careers, and relationships, and tries to find herself across different changes in her life. It has a very simple plot, but for me, there's just something so distinct about Greta Gerwig's writing. It just feels really personal. And this monologue of hers is one of the most iconic ones in the film because it's raw and relatable. And I guess one of the factors is that she is also the one who's playing Frances Ha. So maybe being the actress and the writer gives that performance so much more depth and makes it even more powerful for those who are watching it. And um, I, sp- I especially love how there's an unexpected payoff for this line later in the film. But yeah, let's dissect the monologue, shall we? Um You know how in movies, they exaggerate the first time you see the one. Like, time slows down. And when you're in love, we get these, we get these um, montages with, with really nice background music. And big romantic gestures are shown and dramatic scenes when things are heading south. But actually... Moments of love can also be quiet and stolen moments, like the one that Francis narrates. Just looking across the room at a party, watching the person you love, seeing them shine. Then comes the most rewarding part, them looking back and smiling. And those smiles can be so telling. Because as she continues, you know, you speak a secret language with this person 
and you have a secret world going on while all the rest of the things are going on. It's cool to imagine that there are probably a bunch of secret worlds colliding in one room, a bunch of different dimensions with everyone sharing their own secret stolen moments with other people. And it made me look back on the times that I was lucky enough to experience something similar. And I can truly say when I feel this feeling for someone, I know that this person is special and will always be a special part of my life. But I especially like the concept of building worlds with people because I think it's just so interesting to view relationships as something like landscapes, something that's a bit more concrete, physical, and expansive. We often use words like love and connection and all these very abstract terms. But when I think of a world, it feels tangible, like I can touch it with my fingers. Love can be a sweater that's left in someone's closet or connection can be that pat on the head that your partner always gives you before they leave. If you look up the definition of the word world in the dictionary, one definition that will come up is a system of created things. And that blew my mind because what is a relationship but a bunch of created things? Conversations, created memories, created plans, shared habits. Your system can include your schedules or your favorite things or that restaurant you always go to. In the case of Francis, it's that created language, those signals and cues that you guys give each other and that you know only you will understand. A world can be that apartment you filled up with things you love and junk together. You share ideas and experiences and time and space. And I just really loved exploring that idea and the fact that because it was worded like that, it prompted it in my mind, like that visual of a world or a dimension that two people share. And that's the thing I love about good writers. They give you words for feelings and thoughts that you've always had, but have never known quite how to express. And sometimes they string together words in a completely different way, which makes you reinspect such a simple idea. And this monologue made me think about the people who say, I love you, you're my world. And it's not that I think that what they're saying is not genuine or not sweet, it is. But for me, it would probably be more meaningful if I were to hear someone say, I love you and I love the world we built together. Because I want to be an active participant in creating a universe with someone. Wouldn't you? 
Well, those are just my two cents on it. Um, here's Francis Halliday's words once again. It's that thing when you're with someone and you love them and they know it and they love you and you know it but it's a party and you're both talking to other people and you're laughing and shining and you look across the room and catch each other's eyes but but not because you're possessive or it's precisely sexual but because that is your person in this life and it's funny and sad but only because this life will end and it's this secret world that exists right there in public, unnoticed, that no one else knows about. It's sort of like how they say that other dimensions exist all around us, but we don't have the ability to perceive them. That's, that's what I want out of a relationship. Or just life, I guess. <laughs>